driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing. I'm Emma, with 10 years of the marketing industry experience, two degrees, four awards, and a whole heap of learnings along the way. I'm here to be your marketing mentor and tell you everything I wish I'd have known to give you the skills and confidence to become a superstar marketing manager. And I'm here to be your biggest cheerleader. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's do this. Hello, welcome back to a brand new episode. It's a new Tuesday, so that means a new episode. And today's episode is another one about developing your skills as a marketing teacher, a marketing mentor, a marketing manager, or just a senior member of your team. Now, one thing that you might have gathered about me is that I love mentoring, helping people within the marketing space and really helping them develop their skills as a marketer, whether it's strategies, tactics or channels. And that's why I do this podcast, but I also do it in real life as well. And as my very first intro alluded to, I love to see them becoming the superstars. I love seeing their confidence. I I love seeing them run meetings. I love them talking about channels that they've never done. I love seeing the results that they get when they understand and run and pick up more channels and responsibility because the more successful your team are as individuals, the more successful your team is gonna be overall. And also the happier they're gonna be. Once you have been in marketing and you don't even need to have been in marketing that long, if you've got something that you can share and you can pass on, then you can teach somebody else remember that you are so close to your own expertise that you might not think that you have anything at all to share with them. But I'm here to tell you that I'm sure you absolutely do. Even me, 10 years later, I still think, I'm not really sure if I can share anything. Like, I don't know if I've got anything of value. And here, over 70 episodes later, I'm still figuring out things that I can help and share with. So as with all of my podcasts, we're going to get straight into the content to help you. I don't mess around with all of this talk, mainly because I have no one to talk to. It's just me here. And we're going to get straight into the 10 steps, which I do no matter if I'm teaching somebody a whole marketing plan for the year, or maybe just how to do some Google ads. The very first step before you even starting to teach anybody is Don't presume that they know nothing, but also don't presume that they know something. So create that safe space where they can talk to you before you teach them anything, where they can be absolutely 100% honest if they know anything or something, or if there is something specific that they want to learn within a channel or within a tactic, it might be something that the rest of the marketing team seems to know, and they might feel that they're the only person that doesn't know it. And so it might not be something that they want to shout from the rooftops and let everybody else know. So you really need to yeah create that space where they can come and talk to you and be honest and then that also helps the session because you're then going to give them value and it's not just going to be something that is only helpful for you which is actually helpful for nobody because you're teaching them something that they don't actually need to know. Now, a bit of a caveat here is this is when I'm teaching somebody individual because it's going to be very, very specific to their needs. Uh, But it does really vary if I'm teaching this to 50 people around the world about a specific tactic that they might want to learn about. I found that 
with them, I make them much, much more general and kind of just do an overview. So these next nine steps are when I'm talking to an individual specifically. The next step, and I think that this is one that is not talked about, is when you are like literally setting up the time to go through this with them, just be really mindful about when you're setting up this time within your calendar. Because sometimes if you're scheduling it in for two weeks in advance or whenever it is, you're not really thinking about, okay, but what's going to be going on that day that I definitely know about? And therefore, is it going to be a good or bad time to schedule it? And what I mean by that is say, Mondays are typically a day where I am setting up lots of different things for the week. And so it's not necessarily a good day to get me to slow down and teach a specific tactic when I'm doing marketing reports, seeing what's coming up in the week, delegating work, etc. So I already know automatically that I'm not going to schedule it for a Monday. I also might know that I am in the office maybe on a Wednesday and and that might be better because the person's going to be in the office and we can do it face to face. I typically find that I prefer doing these face to face, but because of COVID, I have done these a lot virtually as well. And I don't really think that there's a difference. I think that you can still get as much out of a session. You just need to have make sure that you've planned it. But also like when works best in times of when are you going to be more creative and when you're going to be more helpful. Like I always find that I need a lot of energy to do these sessions and I need to really be in it and focused 100%. And so I typically do these in the morning, about mid morning where I've kind of got things off my desk that needed to be sorted and then what I do when I have these is I make sure that I'm 100% focused because just because you know something so well and you can just be like this is a really important thing in their career and their growth and so you need to make sure that you're giving them that respect back and so I literally click out of teams completely I have it on do not disturb if I'm doing this virtually and I actually turn my emails to offline so I don't get any new emails because you all know when you're doing something you're in a meeting and then you get an email and it completely takes your distraction out and you're like oh my gosh I'm thinking about that instead of teaching this person something that you know they've probably been really excited to learn about (laughs) I say that as if everybody's super excited to learn about how Google Analytics works but you know maybe not excited but necessary the third step again we've not even started the hour is make sure that you prepare So even if it's 20 minutes, just get an understanding for what you're teaching. Because if you do something day in, day out, what you don't want to do is just turn up and be like, okay, what do you want to know? And then just open a platform and be like, this is what I do. Because it's not going to be as helpful to them because they're not going to understand the kind of motions that you go to to even get there so take a minute to step back and be like okay how did I first learn this channel what did I used to do when I didn't know all of the hacks and habits and secrets and tactics to do this quicker so just make that sure that you are preparing if you need to have a couple slides or if you need to make sure that you've got like some examples ready to go If you've got previous things that you've done, they're always a good thing as well. And also if you can, if you don't know already, figure out how they like to be taught. So do they like to be taught more visually, more theoretically, practically? Do they want to see things? That's visually, Emma. (laughs) But which kind of way do they like to learn? Is it quick snippets? Is it going to be a whole hour? Like just kind of understand. And if it's a team member of yours, hopefully you already know how they learn the best way so that you can kind of adapt your teaching to it. That is definitely the best ways that I've learned is when people adapt it to me. Step four, you'll be pleased to know we're actually going into the session now. So first things first, go through the basics. So just 
even if they they say oh I know them just to be like yep just gonna whittle through these and quickly do it so say we're going with a platform let's go LinkedIn ads so I can give you some specific examples so say I'm like okay this is how I create my setup this is how I name all of my campaign groups this is how I name my campaigns this is how I name my ads so it's something that is very very uh, obvious to you if you do it day in day out but they might have done it a completely different way and just kind of go through things that you might not necessarily even do what I then do is I show them step by step of what I'm doing but then immediately after I get them to do it so I then get them to do it themselves and I like take talk them through the steps as they're doing it because I always find that if I show somebody something to do it and then I'm like okay have you got that they're like Emma no I didn't learn anything that you just said I've literally just sat here and watched you so having them do the actual actions I find makes it sink in much quicker and they understand kind of how to do things and then also by getting them to do it themselves with you watching you'll be able to think if you've forgotten something to tell them when you are like giving them the demonstration after they have done it and they've written notes from me showing them but then they've also done it themselves I then show them any hacks that I've learned so if there's any shortcuts if there's anything I know that they should be doing so adding those five different pieces of creative not just one creative to an ad set for example just kind of those things if there's if you are doing social media like when's the best time to post is there anything that you've learned about how you embed your urls you know the little things like that that you just kind of do with your eyes closed now but it would be really helpful for somebody to know and that's a good thing to prepare before the time because you're not just going to remember the things that you do now to make your life easier so when you are doing that 20 minutes before to understand what you're teaching that's where I write down things like oh I make sure that I've saved all of my copy before I go in to create my ads. Like, so when I'm creating my ads, just so you guys know, this is how I do. I literally make my plan, make my budget, make my copy, make my URLs, make my creative before I've even opened up LinkedIn or Meta or whatever it is, because you don't want to get into a hole and start doing all of those things within the ad platform because then it just takes forever and ever and ever and you never get out trust me so they're things that I've just learned along the way that it saves me so much time to do all the preparation before I've even opened the platform so they'd be the type of things that I was telling them so just think of all the things that you've done and then write them down and then I always find that pinging them over after also really helps because then they have a list to refer to Still on this point, remember, don't overwhelm them. You could do a couple of sessions. For example, if I'm teaching somebody how to do paid ads, my first session might be teaching them how to do interest-based targeting with audiences, but then my second session might be showing them how to use retargeting. And you can use, this is in LinkedIn specifically, you can then go back to the ads that you created in step one and use them as your audience pools to do the retargeting for session two. Otherwise, they're not going to remember anything that you've said because you've been like, oh, you can target people that are in this industry and that are this age and that are looking for a job. And then also you can retarget people that have watched 25% more of your video. Like I'm overwhelmed just saying that. So just make sure that you are thinking how much is going to be like valuable and how much is going to overwhelm them. And also just check in with them and see if they want to split it into two sessions, if they're understanding things like really having that open communication with them I find really helps because then it really then becomes more about their session not your session remember this isn't about you it's about how 
best can you teach them so that they understand and can action. The next one is, do you have any templates that you use and that you could share? If I am teaching somebody how to do an organic schedule for the week, I will then after the session send them over my Excel sheet of my project plan, which I use or someone in my team uses to then help them understand it more. I take them through the template before I just give it to them so they understand how it works and again, any hacks or any easy ways to do things and things that they should know. For example, if you're doing an organic social plan in Excel it is so annoying to add in images or videos into Excel. So those little things don't let don't just give them their, your templates without giving them any context because they're just going to be like, oh my gosh, what is this? And probably panic. The next one is provide them with any resources in this space to help them continue learning. Don't just think because you've given somebody an hour of their time that then they're going to become an expert on Google display ads or email marketing or whatever it is. So give them resources. This could be courses that you've done, be it on HubSpot or Meta or LinkedIn. It could be a podcast that you listen to, be it Marketing Nuggets or whatever else you listen to. Be it a blog, maybe people like to read. I always hate reading, so I never give that as an example. But just think of other things that maybe helped you initially when you were learning this and make sure that they've got the links as well so that they can go and learn more. Typically, you're not going to pick up a whole new brand new marketing tactic in an hour just by learning it. So make sure that you are not only literally giving them your time in that hour, but you're providing them with more value than that. You're providing them with the tools to be go and learn more about these subjects. And don't get me wrong, this takes motivation on their side. Like they don't, they can't just come to you and say, okay, Emma, I want to learn about how to create an email automated series and expect to have picked up in an hour from me. Like they need to also understand that it's a two-way street and you can help them and you can do that, but then they also need to make sure that they are doing stuff past that hour whether it be the next day going back in and doing it themselves again because they did it with you. Remember I said that you show them first and then get them to do it back to you. They need to keep doing those things, whatever it is, so that they understand and don't forget. So that is something that I always make really, really clear when I'm teaching somebody is to put it into practice and practice, practice, practice and layer onto the fact that you're giving them your hacks and habits, layer onto the fact that you're giving them your templates. I don't know why I'm saying hacks and habits. I think it's because I hate tips and tricks. Same thing. Give them your templates, give them those resources. You're setting them up for long-term success, not just giving them a short-term helping hand for an hour because that really will not work, I promise. So number eight, we're still going. Record yourself doing it and then send it to them. So I wouldn't do that until after the session is over so that you can be like, oh, remember, like you can make it personal. You can be like, oh, remember when I showed you this? This is what I meant. Remember when we did this? And also you'll have a bit more of a gauge of what they were struggling with, anything that they found really easy. You might not necessarily have to cover as much, but just spend 20 minutes recording yourself doing it so then they can refer to it. And I know that it sounds like you're then putting even more time and you're like, Emma, I've prepped time before. I've then done it in, I've then done the hour teaching them and then I'm going to record myself. 
Yeah, you are. But one, that is your responsibility as you get more senior to help impart your knowledge and to help other people. But also it does make your life easier because it means that when they've forgotten something, which they are inevitably going to do, instead of asking you and interrupting your day or interrupting your flow if you're doing something completely different, they can go back and watch it as many times as they want. It also means that they don't have to come and annoy you and they probably don't want to keep being like, Emma, 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 what's this, what's this? So it is like something that is above and beyond, but I think that it is very necessary and it kind of sets them up for longer term success. There is platforms like Loom, which you basically can like record yourself and your little video in the corner and then you're like talking. So it's just a really helpful thing that can be, yeah, helpful them to do and I'm sure they will appreciate it and they don't expect it either like they don't expect people to really go above and beyond and help them and I think that that is what sets people apart from actually learning it and actually doing it as well as them wanting to do it then just kind of giving them an hour of your time and that's it so number nine and ten are pretty linked and I feel like I might have already said number nine but just to reiterate don't teach and abandon So once you've given them all of these different areas, then make it a part of your one-to-ones. So whether you have a one-to-one with that person every week, or if you have a one-to-one every other week, whenever it is, make it on the agenda to go back and ask them how they're doing, ask them if they're struggling, ask them if they're implementing, like you need to hold them responsible as well, so that then they're like, oh no, Emma's going to ask me, so I need to make sure that I'm doing it, and if you don't lie manage the person personally, set up some time in two weeks after you've taught them, just for 30 minutes, just for you to go through anything, again, making them accountable, putting that time in their calendar and making sure that you're not just abandoning them after you've taught it them once if you really want to make that difference. Okay, and number 10 is give them the confidence. Empower them to do it themselves, but also allow them to come back to you and ask you things and check with you. So, just because I've recorded myself doing the this is how you do it, that doesn't mean okay, never come and ask me ever again now because I've given you this recording. It just means that they don't necessarily have to come and ask you every day. And it also means that you can say, Look, I've made you this. If you want to ask any more questions, that's up some more time. You know, you need those boundaries as well. Just because you are somebody's manager now or just because you're teaching other people doesn't mean that you don't have other things that you have going on as well so you can have those boundaries absolutely but you also need to kind of make that place in the gray area that's like I'm always open you can always ask me things check with me but just kind of making it in a bit more of a structured way to help them but also help yourself as well so that you're not just constantly your whole day with your head going back and forth trying to help lots of people with whatever their queries are yeah, that's my 10 steps. And probably one of the things that I'm most proud of is that even now people that I line managed five years ago will message me and be like, literally voice me and be like, hey Emma, I've got this question. And they know that I'm always at the end of the phone to help them with something. And kind of from doing those 10 steps I've just gone through with you has allowed me to have those relationships with them, but also to help them within their careers. You will be surprised how much you know and how much you can teach when you don't think that you can because I never thought that I could. And then I was like, oh, I've actually taught somebody something. So have that confidence, not only within yourself, but also in other people that you can be the person to help show them how to do a tactic. 
there you have it, a quick fire 10 different steps. So how you can teach your team or somebody within your team a marketing channel or tactic that that they might not know. And also if you're teaching somebody that is just in the team, you might want to reciprocate and they, they might do something that you don't do. Like they might do SEO and you don't know much about SEO and you can flip reverse and they can get you to learn something too. Definitely, I would encourage learn, 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 learn. If you want to become head of marketing, marketing managers, the more well-rounded you are and the more you understand more channels and the more experience you had in more channels is gonna help set you up for success. So not only impart your wisdom on people, but also make sure that you're doing this back the other way as well and getting your learning on too. So I will be quiet now. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Marketing Nuggets and I will be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.